0: So I had the idea and I thought it was great. And I, was, I took it to my boyfriend at the time and said, babe, I have this great idea. Here I am today with an entire product range, uh, all named after things I probably said to him. Our best-selling style is called Don't Call Me. A uh, second uh, best-selling sure. style is Too Little Too Late. <laughs> Use your imagination. <laughs>
1: I started in a coffee shop. You 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 heard my my story and it was just me there with a laptop, with an idea yeah. and a vision. And I just had my my son Antonio. So he was like 3 months mm. old when I said okay, I would do it. And uh, and everyone was saying, "You're crazy."
2: Everyone thinks it's crazy until it works. Mm-hmm. And to quote like a really like culturally historic woman, Charlotte from Sex and the City. I choose my choice. You know? I choose, I choose my, choice. my choice.
1: Hi, everyone. I'm Mara Genovizzi. I'm the founder and president of MG Power. MG Power is a fully integrated marketing powerhouse. And this is another very special episode of our Influencer Marketing Cover podcast. And welcome for all of you that's listening to us once again. I can say this This one will be a glowing episode. We have today here in person for the first time at our MG London headquarters the talent, celebrity makeup artist, content creator, and entertainment talent, and brilliant 21 weeks pregnant Holly Connolly. And to lead this episode by my side, I could not have asked for a better co-host. It's Carmela <laughs> Cantarino, Contarino, oh, yeah. our talent manager for our MG Talent Division here at MG Empower. So welcome, Carmela. So, it was about time for you to be my host, my co host, right? And with this special guest, come on.
2: Yes. Thank you, Myra. So happy to be here co hosting the Influencer Marketing Uncovered podcast with you for the first time. And I couldn't be prouder, though I probably sound a little biased as I am your talent
1: manager. (laughs) (laughs) One of
2: our great MG talent members, Holly Connolly. Oh, thanks, guys. Holly is a true example of commitment, Hustle. What I love about her the most is that she's not afraid to be herself in a world that constantly asks us to maybe sometimes not be. This is true. Um, but you're such a joy to work for. I think it said work with here, but we all know who's <laughs> working who.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but as you said, she is a celebrity makeup artist looking after the likes of Stranger Things, Millie, Bobby Brown, oh Flurries, just Janine. Yes. yes. Um, but I think what's most amazing is that she is an entrepreneur and a founder of her own business, HJ Lashes, which is a false strip eyelash company designed especially for makeup artists. And today we are going to talk about women in leadership, empowerment, entrepreneurship, across the social media and entertainment space. Very exciting. So let's begin. Welcome to the Influencer Marketing Uncovered Podcast and to MG Empower, Holly. Hey. Yes. Hello ladies. Hello. That was, wow. intro,
0: yes. that was quite the intro, babe. That was <laughs> quite the intro. I think I'm okay. I feel like I'm in the wrong place. I, mean, I don't think we can fit in here anymore with your head. You know, oh, it's taking oh, up all the space. God. Brilliant, thanks for having me, I'm so excited to be here and to be able to talk so openly and freely about what I do and you know a little bit of background about me as well, uh, which is all really great fun. Amazing,
1: I'm so delightful and so happy to have you both here with me today. And this is very special because as i said it's the first time that we're doing our podcast yeah. in person so it could not be more special right yeah. mm-hmm. so holly to start with i love you to you know start giving a little bit of introduction of yourself to yes. our listener and tell us like you know how you started and a little bit about you, so then we can get the conversation going.
2: And I'm listening, so make it showbiz. Do okay. you know what I mean? <laughs> Let's go. The
0: pressure is on. The pressure is um, on. Yeah, so I started in makeup probably about five or six years ago now. Um, and I actually broke into the scene in a way that most people don't. I got very, very lucky. Um, I a very good friend of mine from school uh, got in touch with me, and said, oh, uh, I need you to come and do this makeup job, blah, 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 are you available? It's in London. And I said, yeah, sure, I'll be there. Really looking forward to catching up, you know, seeing your mom, your sister. So I get there and I'm like, this is great. I thought there's lots of cameras around. I thought this is a bit odd. Anyway, as I get to the room, I'm in the uh, hotel room doing the makeup. And then the next minute, um, the girl tagged me in a photo, the, the client. And uh, by the time I'd got downstairs, I had about 10,000 followers. I mean, the girl I'm talking about was Millie Bobby Brown. So oh you can imagine at that point, God. I'm like in this whole buildup of this whole scenario, thinking, who is this girl? Like, what have I done? Like, So you didn't know who was I didn't know who she. she was. And
1: have you done makeup before? That yeah, post? i done makeup at that makeup. Point. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But you
0: didn't know that I didn't, she was didn't. I didn't Millie. understand just how, famous she was. I think that was the the, the key to the story. And it got to a point where I was literally gobsmacked because I remember driving out and there's paparazzi everywhere. And I thought, what have I missed here? (laughs) Because I remember being in Spain with Paige, who was a really good friend of mine, her mum Kelly. And Kelly was pregnant with Millie just after we left the UK. So I think I only really managed to meet her once or twice. So this is like 16 years later. And I no. thought, what the hell? How's that happened? <laughs> and that is that really is just time and friendship just catching up with us. And it was great fun. So then my career literally evolved from Millie into the stratosphere. Um, she gave me a huge amount of exposure, which I can't thank her for enough for that. No. And I ended up working again with Fleur and huge, huge names, lots of reality TV stars. And as I began to work with more people, my talent, you know, expanded and grew. And it was then I decided that out of all the things in my product, the thing, uh, sorry, all the things in my kit, the product I loved the most was eyelashes. And also having a business brain, I thought, well, my eyelashes, buying them cost me the most. Yes. So I'm thinking, how can hey. I save that cost yeah, as yeah. well as make more money? Yeah. So that was when I looked into designing my own eyelashes, selling my own eyelashes, incorporating them into my service, and the rest is history. <laughs> amazing, wow. right? Wow, know yeah. is amazing. Yeah. But- when you did Melee, like mm. you said that you
1: got ten thousand followers yeah. like straight after literally her, Yeah, mm. posting you. At that time your Instagram you're using your Instagram as a window to show your
0: work or then, back then, I mean I'm talking about maybe even, let's say 10 years ago, 10 years ago, Instagram was not what it is now. Okay. I used to use Instagram to talk to my mates, post pictures with my friends. Yep. Now, my Instagram mm-hmm. is a reflection of who I am as a person. Okay. Yeah, my brand, everything I do reflects me on there. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I wasn't taking social media seriously. I had no yeah. idea what I was doing. And I think as well, I was young, naive, and just interested in making money. That was all I cared about. Okay. And now when I look back, I think, oh, I wish I'd probably taken more time to do that. But everything I have learned has always been through experience, whether it's a good one or a bad one. And without those experiences, I'd never be where I am today. We talk about that, oh, right? Yeah. literally 10 yeah. minutes
2: ago. I think the thing that annoys me the most about that story is or mm-hmm. how women always describe their path in business mm-hmm. is the first thing they say is luck. Yes. And yes, okay, we're all very lucky. But what we dismiss is that luck really is preparation that meets opportunity. True. Okay, no so one true. just gets lucky. And this if you good. do get lucky, you need to have mm. enough behind it for me. that to be something. Yes. And that's the stuff that we sort of just, I don't know, we either apologize too much mm. for, or we just skip over really quickly and then have to fill the space with all these other words. Mm. And I just so know true. that personally, being in boardrooms like this, a lot mm-hmm. in my life men don't describe their careers like that no
1: it's so it's so true and the idea that what i love the story is like you're saying that the eyelash your own brand mm-hmm. came from a vision that yes. you had as we were doing your makeup job and you how because like this is very entrepreneurial kind of mind yeah. right and then to what carmela said Sometimes we as women, we are not as value as women that can be entrepreneurs, that we can have ideas, that we mm-hmm. can do, we can be business women, right? So it's just that this is preconception that this is for men. We are just there yeah. to do a walk, but mm-hmm. we cannot drive a, a business or create a business. Yeah. Yes. So tell me, like, there was an idea. Then did you did you have the idea, and then you just immediately said, "I will go for it." or how, how was the process of having the idea to actually taking an action mm. and executing? Do you have the support?
2: So, tell her the real story. Yes. <laughs> 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 <Because> if, <laughs> I don't want the yeah. PR answer. I'm my I want the real oh, nice story. That's why I love to have a talent manager here, right?
1: <laughs> okay, so tell me the okay. real
0: story. So I'll start from the top. So I had the idea and I thought it was great. And I I took it to my boyfriend at the time and said, babe, I have this great idea. I really want to try this, blah, blah, blah. And his response was, Is <laughs> Eyelashes. Like, Ooh, who eyelashes. does that? Why would you do that? Blah, blah, blah. It's never gonna work. Those were his exact oh words. Okay. It's never gonna work. And I was like, oh, you know what? Really not my confidence. And I thought, wow, um, okay. I said, okay. I did it anyway.
2: <laughs> okay, so you did it anyway and anyway. so you didn't take
0: that. You I know, didn't take it. I, know. No. I didn't. I didn't. No. And, you know, at the time I thought, oh, well, you know, he's right. He knows about business and, you know, he knows everything. You know, he must do. He's a man. And now I think, why? Like, why the hell did I yes. ever, ever, ever listen to him? And I'm so glad I didn't because here I am today with I'm an entire excited. product range, uh, all named after things i probably said to him. Uh, <laughs> wow. Right. Uh, Which is great. Our best selling style is called Don't Call Me. A uh, second best selling sure. style is Too Little Too Late. <laughs> Use your imagination.
2: Oh God, that is, um, uh, Again, everyone thinks it's crazy until it works. Yes, That's it, right? So Wasn't true. everyone in this room told, are you yeah. sure? Yeah. Everyone yeah. will doubt 100%. you. Everyone will stop you, hold you back until it works. And then it's as too they late. Say, yes, yeah. it's a little too late. <laughs> too Everyone too late. wants a slice of the pie once it's cooked. No one wants to be in the kitchen mm-hmm. making it actually happen. So true. 100%. And did you
1: feel like throughout the journey, because we talk about like, okay, so a makeup artist mm. that has a lot of, you know, big celebrities as a client. Did you feel that the fact that you are a talent, an influencer and a makeup, t- makeup artist that was stopping people to believe on your potential because because there's this preconcept like, mm. oh, that talent, that influencer or mm. that makeup artist or that, you know, hairstylist already have k thousand followers a hundred thousand yeah. followers. so they're just doing this mm. because they wanted to to make more money it's yeah. not organic it's not authentic so how do you sell that it is a a very organic mm. genuine authentic mm. brand that is dear to your heart and you're doing this not just because you wanted sure. to make more money what's like how do you pass that to your audience mm. that it's
0: it's not just one more brand yeah of course i think well in my experience with hj nashes um they are a reflection of me and who i am as a person and my whole breakup and experience with my ex and everything that i went through i think it's very clear when you go online and you know read a little about the story and the background of it that it's a very relatable topic and mm-hmm. I think what I wanted to show in my branding was that this is an inclusive product for every woman. Uh, our slogan is one style suits all. Um, and that is because it's for women of any age, race, you know, background, whatever, wh- wh- whatever you are mm-hmm. and wherever you come from, um, there's no holds barred here. And I think for me, I mean, the most important thing was reflecting my relatability as a person and keeping people interested and that's progressed with me as a brand and as my identity online as well where, you know, some days I'll look like Jennifer Lopez and other days I'll look like Beetlejuice, (laughs) So there's really no in-between where I I want women to look at me and be like, oh yeah, she looks beautiful and her lashes and she looks great. And then other days she's like, oh, she's also at home with a hangover and she's had 14 coffees today. I can relate. Okay. Yeah, and
2: also being aligned with a celebrity doesn't work all the time. And we know that full well. Mm -hmm. You you got lucky Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. first time, but, I mean, again, let's be really honest. I've said, could you do makeup for some of the people that we have on our talent roster? Yeah. And what was your response? It doesn't always work. It no. does not benefit me yeah. dealing only with celebrities. Yeah. Yes. And Because the truth is, if you are business-minded, there needs to be more behind it. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. This cannot just be about mm. who your famous friends are. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's, a, it's a, not at all because uh, i when i started i was a talent manager of one of the biggest i listened uh, to your influ- podcast oh, on the way good. in <laughs> uh, an influencer in brazil <laughs> like camila cochin which i'm super super grateful yeah. to her and uh And people say, oh, you're lucky because you started with Camila. And Camila opened Mm -hmm. a lot of doors for you because Camila was posting you. Camila was telling the world who was her talent manager. I was like, yes, I'm very grateful to Mm -hmm. Camila. And I've learned a lot with her. But this is not just lucky. This is like, there's a a hard work behind. It's a vision behind. It's just so much you how can you use luck into your favor if you want to say like that but it doesn't mean that luck will make you successful right not at all very true right
2: and we have to be so careful as women because we're being scrutinized left right and center this world was not designed for us Mm. we have to push every day to make we have to push harder we have to work harder we have to even emotionally be harder harder, around the edges i think the thing is that we have to recognize and the advantages that we have with that is that the landscape of business is always changing
1: Mm. it's It's not linear
2: but as women because we've had to learn to adapt our whole lives to sit at the table yeah that is where we are always in front of the curve, mm-hmm. because if something changes, we know how to work with that. Yeah. where so dare true. I say other people,
1: <laughs> genders,
2: <laughs> you know, haven't had to always be that flexible mm. to be at the top of their game. But it's
1: so true. You have. So Could true. you talk
2: us through some of the really challenging moments and how yeah. you sort of really transcended that?
1: I was not uh, expecting to be put on the spot. (laughs) (laughs) We want to (laughs) know. There's a lot of challenge, right? Mm -hmm. Because if I tell that it's just one, I will be lying. And uh, it's just, it's so funny that sometimes, like, especially now, like, that we have this amazing office and, you know, like, the number of employees that we have now. I started in a coffee shop. You, you, you heard my my story, and it was just me there with a laptop, with an idea yep. and a vision, and I just had my my son Antonio. So he was like three months mm. old when I said, "Okay, I would do it." and uh, and everyone will say, you're crazy, you just had a baby, like, what are you doing, right? So you work it so hard to be where you are today, because when I moved to London, my dream was to work in a luxury retailer, a luxury department store as a marketing director, PR director, and, you know, I went to work in pubs and bars and clubs until I got my first uh, job as intern at Lexon mcqueen and when i got to mcqueen i was like okay now i'm in yeah but how i'm gonna make it through it to yeah. go to where i wanted to yeah. be and then it was like the story is like 12 years right story to get to mm-hmm. the position that i was but then i gave up everything because that was not making sense for me because i started feeling that the luxury the fashion was too shallow Mm. and it's so funny because when we are younger we have dreams yeah Mm -hmm. but then when we conquer that dreams you go like
2: "Mm,
1: yeah Mm. not for me not for me but it's good at least i tried i saw it but then i was like i wanted to do something that has more you know meaning purpose and can
0: i just add to that quickly yeah also as women, and in terms of like, what we were just discussing, I think fulfillment and happiness is quite like, crucial to that comment Absolutely. because sometimes we get so far and then we're like, right, what's next? Yeah. What's next? What's next? Yeah. When does it stop? And Excellent. I think it, it's harder for women as well because not only do we have that in our careers, but in our personal lives. Because oh, we're like, oh, I met this guy, right? now I need to get engaged. Yeah. Now I need to get married. Then you get married two days later. When what are you, you having a baby? When are you having a baby? Hey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you say, I don't ha- want to have a baby. Uh-huh. So now when I yeah. get, I have yeah. one son. Mm-hmm. You know what the question that when I When are you going to have the other baby? Yeah. Yeah. Are, are you planning ha- <laughs> to have the second one? when are you having
2: this it doesn't stop it doesn't stop
1: it doesn't stop it's just
0: it's like ongoing. it's, it's, it's all, ongoing yeah. Yeah. but right? there's always that it's always of, something. I think especially for driven women as well we're always looking for the next thing yeah. and moving forward
2: yeah. Just... yeah because it's called evolving yes. Yes. and that's all we yes. know how to do exactly. is evolve Absolutely. and grow Absolutely. and be better Absolutely. because we don't get the opportunities that everyone else does that's it. so 100%. again we have to make sure we're always switching it up Mm. just in case again they're coming for us and saying that we're not right for this that we don't deserve this Mm. that this is not for us we're constantly on guard Mm. and the thing that I found that's the most difficult is that if you don't have the things that are traditionally provided for women um, even though we constantly keep on uh, getting asked what's next what's next being a successful woman and having a career that stands for something is almost like I've settled for that. Mm -hmm. That's not what I've strived for. That's what I've settled for. Mm -hmm. Because if I don't have the things that traditionally were set out for me, have I really succeeded? And, you know, that's that's terrifying yeah, for women terrifying. in general. And to quote like a really like culturally historic woman, mm. Charlotte from Sex and the City, yes. "I choose my choice." You yes. Know yes. Right? I, choose, I my choose my choice. choice. No, this I'm isn't sure. by accident. Yeah, you know, no, this no, yes, we're not here not, by accident. No, we're not. not
1: here by accident. But I think, like to to answer to your question, I think the challenge is just all the time people saying to you that you cannot do it mm-hmm. that you yeah. cannot make it mm-hmm. right for several reasons or even like even before MG power and I moved to London was like why are you moving to London mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. don't have passport mm-hmm. you don't yeah. speak english mm-hmm. how are you going to work mm-hmm. you're going to fail yeah. so and then you come mm-hmm. and then you start looking for a job you cannot get a job because you're not from here mm-hmm. you're a foreign mm-hmm. you don't speak the language yeah. mm-hmm. so it's just like finding people throughout your journey that is gonna say you don't speak english you're not from london but i will give you the chance you know it's just like i know you're passionate i know you wanted to make it so i think that is the challenge is like finding people throughout your journey that's gonna give you a hand and say you don't have this you don't have that Mm -hmm. but i will give you the chance and I call these angels, right? Because yeah. I think we all have angels. Yeah. But how to identify them, yeah. it's crucial as well. And I think Empty Power is, for me, is a reflection of all the angels that I had throughout my career. Because what I wanted to do now with this business, much more than achieving my targets, having the incredible clients that we already have, and the best talents that we yeah. represent, is like, how can we... As a business and myself as a founder to give back to my people. And give back is just like how can I empower dreams with the people that we work with? So I think it's just, you know, and inspiring people Mm -hmm. at the same time, right? Because I think when we achieve a success, and I don't say like I, I still have so much to achieve, but not because I am ambitious and I want more this or that. Because I do want to do more for people, yes. right? Sure. Because and, as
2: women, we also yeah. are we not sure. we are wired yeah. to give and not to take,
0: exactly. and that is our
2: greatest superpower. Exactly. That people try to dim. Actually, yes. they try so to true. take that superpower away from us. Mm-hmm. They say that that's the reason why it won't mm-hmm. that you won't be where you oh, are. Absolutely. But actually, we have to go against the grain. Mm-hmm. We have to fight these th- these challenges yeah, that are put I in 100%. front of us.
0: People think that that's what makes. <laughs> I love, I the, love code, the The code word is element. people. <laughs> I think people think that that's what makes us soft. Mm-hmm. When actually, mm-hmm. like you said, Kamala, that is our superpower mm-hmm. yeah. and something that is a driving force, especially as a team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is totally. Mm-hmm. And, and
1: tell me, like, because like you're, you know, you're constantly on social media. Yes. Of course, it's your channel. You need to talk about I love this ad like Mm -hmm. I show who I am Mm -hmm. right During my content Mm -hmm. and I wanted to people that followed me to feel the authenticity coming through my content. So how do you engage with your community? How do you listen to them Mm -hmm. to actually help you to create content that's going to resonate to your audience? So how do you? It's more like the questions like, how do you have a relationship with your community? How do you see that?
0: So obviously, like I said, apart from being totally relatable and totally honest with my community <clears throat> and everything, I think I when I started to become more and more honest about life, um, things that were happening to me in my life. So when I was diagnosed with POI, which is uh, premature ovarian insufficiency, back in May June time this year. When I posted that online, that was actually a plea for help from me. Wow. Where I'd been on Google and Google is already a very scary place. Yes, yeah, a um, very scary place. But I remember my husband pushing me, saying, "Holly, if you're not going to get it online, try with normal people. He said, you know, wow. try and find it with with them. So I was really, really scared. And it was actually the best thing I ever did because... I think I portrayed this whole life on social media of being a bit of a princess. I got married at the Corinthia. My husband's gorgeous, you know, (laughs) things like that. And I think people didn't take that so seriously. Yeah. So it wasn't until I put something quite sad and probably a little bit negative online where people were like, oh, she's human. human." Okay. And there's a huge amount of women that are also going through the same thing as me, um, or that I was going through. And I think again that resonates with people, and that that's where it all sparked actually. Because then yeah. I was talking about my body changes and the yeah. things I was wow. doing. And
2: it was the beginning. I, yeah, it was the beginning. was the beginning. It was the beginning of the you. Beginning. Wow. And yeah.
0: I feel like that has actually created my my life purpose, and that is to help people online and support and inspire women as well
2: it's the it's the again one of the greatest things about you but to unpack that more for people who are listening from an influencer level mm. it's not so much about having to show all these facets um as people or as absolutely. women it's about adding value yes. to the conversation when we treat this as a one way street mm. when you as a creator are only creating content for yourself mm. and not for your audience you shouldn't be talking at all no you shouldn't be creating Mm. because that's got nothing to do for for anyone Mm. if you change that and you think where is the value Mm. what am i doing here that's helping someone absolutely that's changing someone that's Making some, something yeah, Absolutely. then all of a sudden we're having a much better yeah. conversation. And that was the that was the switch <clears throat> yeah, for you. Yeah, you know, yeah. is that when we are not at it, but we you know we can be adding value in so many in ways. In so many
1: ways. You know. No, that's uh, that's incredible. And and do you feel like your community, how do you link now your personal life with your career? Like how do you that that oh, shift your really okay? Like, like, okay, I'm showing my my raw yeah. side who yeah. I really am, but at the same time you have your own brand. Yes. You are a talent makeup artist. Yeah. So how do you then combine all together and continue to be authentic, unique, um, and to resonate? Well, let's see if you've been paying attention. That's it. <laughs>
2: Because <laughs> there's been particular directives.
0: So oh, my God. No, I didn't know that. You know, I, I promise, you know, we didn't align that question. But, so, you know,
2: for example, and let me sort of... It's, it's about oh. the different platforms, isn't yes. it? Yes, yeah. it is. And how it you've is. chosen to put particular content. Yes. And how that differs. Absolutely.
0: I think um, that's something that we've explored together, yes. Carmela, more than anything as well. And learning about what people actually want to see and what they don't want mm-hmm. to see. Um, TikTok has been a fantastic way for me to be able to really be myself. And Amazing. And really show off my sense of humor and really have fun with it. Whereas I feel like my audience on Instagram perhaps can be a little bit more serious, yeah. which is fine. Yeah. Um, because initially that was where I announced about my diagnosis and everything yeah. else. So I'm very careful with how I sort of share things, okay. um, but it's still always very authentic.
2: Yeah.
0: And I think mostly for me, I probably prefer Instagram in a way because like I've always said, social media is either for learning or earning. And I think if you're able to do both through that, uh, that's a really powerful thing to be able to turn a passion into a career, which is an incredible achievement, to be honest with you. And I feel most empowered when I'm helping other women, but I I think beauty as a whole is something that still resonates because I'm always, it's very female focused, everything I do. Uh, My eyelashes, my uh, uh, talking about fertility, everything else and being feeling empowered is when I feel my most beautiful yeah
1: no and then I think like you like for, for what I'm listening to you now and you know of course following you and and you know know a little bit about your career empowerment or empower your communities mm. not just empowering them by being an inspiration by talking about your personal life mm. but beauty also can empower yeah. us right it is yeah in a way that only us can understand, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Yeah. So I think the way I see it is just like, you are empowering across yeah. all the verticals from your yeah. personal yeah. to like, how you make a woman feel beautiful. Like, if we're not like going through, you know, a bad time yes. or going yeah. through a period of challenge, you put a makeup on and everything
0: yeah. changed,
2: yeah. right? So, But I think there's also a missing trick that we're not just telling women how to be beautiful, we're no. telling them that they are
0: yes and that's that's the secret secret. we need
2: to ensure that there's more than one way to be beautiful and that's really where i think social media and influencers took a turn Mm. because we didn't we, we, we stopped saying this was the only way Yes, and this absolutely. is the only way we do it. We went, what if there's another way? Mm. What if we break this down and start again? Yeah. What if I show you the opposite and mm. still say this is beautiful? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden we're engaged.
1: Yes, love it, yes. love it, love it, love mm-hmm. it, love it. And you mentioned about inclusivity, right, yeah. and mm-hmm. diversity. So how can we be more inclusive through your content, but also through your brand? Mm-hmm. Because we were discussing earlier especially now, this new generation, the Gen yeah. so They really wanted to engage with brands that are empathetic, that mm-hmm. are inclusive, mm-hmm. that, you know, that has a purpose behind. Mm-hmm. So they wanted to know where the ingredients are coming mm-hmm. from. So they are much more savvy in that sense. And I think for brands that don't touch those points, it's going to be more and more of a challenge to engage with the new generation to come.
0: Yeah. I think mostly in terms of inclusivity, I want people to look at my branding on my website or my social media and say, I can, I can wear this. Mm-hmm. I would look great in this. I would absolutely hate myself if I saw somebody say or heard somebody say, I, I couldn't I couldn't do that because I don't, the, the, see, me. I don't see a me in that, in that because those girls don't look like me.
2: Mm-hmm. No. What about that first TikTok that went viral for you? Yeah. And it was for a reason that was not about yeah. how you're so very diverse yes. in your business. Yeah. <laughs> it was about what the followers saw behind
0: you and what they Love were pointing it. out. Do you want to tell us a bit more about that? Yeah. yeah. So um, I did a stitch, which is where you join in on somebody else's video um, of somebody talking about their was it their favorite part of pregnancy Uh, or their least their least favorite part of pregnancy and um, I turned around and went ha 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 great question all of it Um, because that's something that I felt like being honest about as well online was something that people really wanted to see so yes I've been very lucky in my position to get pregnant and fall pregnant after what I'd been diagnosed with however it still wasn't (laughs) <laughs> the Easy best journey, ever, no. yes. and everyone will write to me and say oh thank you for being so open about this and thank you for being so honest I feel rubbish too I have stretch marks I have spots everywhere what do I do what can I try blah 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 so I feel like then incorporating brands into that and you know sharing things about a uh, lady that I've been working with c West. she's f- phenomenal and sharing mm. things that she shares and I think just Lifting each other, like it's, it's not hard, is it? Let's just no, build each other up and hard feel all. great, exactly. And really pushing confidence and building that for other women, yeah. And to- I think
1: this is like that's what I feel like. And I'm very uh happy to see how social media has evolved totally when we started. So, you said I used 10 years ago when you first met with me, and you got thousand followers, but I've the same i've been working within that space for so many years now and for me it's great to see that now creators talents Mm -hmm. like you like we are much more you know into the direction of telling real stories yes because we're all human and we're not just looking to creating content that's going to be you know unaspirational, aspirational but we wanted to create content that's mm. going to be much more towards to the inspirational yes. element rather than just be aspirational Absolutely. and i think that's the shift that is the beauty yeah. of social media because we wanted to connect mm. we wanted to be making sure that they're all people out there. They are talented, they are creators, they are successful, yeah. but they go through difficult period of time they go through personal issues and and who
2: had the ability to do that who made that happen not people not people
1: people.
2: people. (laughs) you know like we we are the ones that because we have all those dimensions to be able Mm. to really put that to the forefront and change the game
0: change the game so much i think something else that's worth sort of talking about as well is growth as a woman where you see things online and you think "Mm, that may be what everybody else is doing but actually that I'm not interested. I don't want to do it
1: the same. You know, whether it's a
0: trend or the way people are dressing and I think I got so caught up in that as as a young woman thinking oh well I need to have blonde hair because everybody else has blonde hair or I need to have red nails that's what everybody else does and now online that I'm being more myself and somebody who I want to be rather than projecting an image of somebody that might be, you know, copying Kim Kardashian or yeah, whoever yeah. else that we aspire to be. But you, but you
2: have to be the change that you, you want to see. That is the That's it. change you it's, want to see. It's That's impossible 100%. otherwise. 100%. You can't wait for someone to do it's it so for true. you. So true. No,
1: you can't. And I think it's our responsibility to change. Mm that game and to shift that concept right so i think we have to be responsible for the type of content that we do for the type of work we do Mm. how we manage our talents because everyone can do anything right and there is not a a, a stereotype that we need to follow we can find beauty in everything Mm. yeah But the social media, when it started, it creates that sense of we all need to be the same. And I think if you wanted to see the change, we have to start uh, from us 100%. Holly, Camela, we can stay here forever, but I have the team say, it is all about time. No, Uh, but we're having so much fun. I think we need to have the (laughs) episode two of this conversation, right? We Uh, would feel very blessed if we Very, very blessed. Holly, if there's one message you wanted to give to your audience today, what that message would be?
0: Uh, Trust the process. No, Trust the process. Yes. Good things are coming. Mm -hmm. It's not happening to you, it's happening for you. Absolutely. Exactly.
1: And I love that because I'm all about trust the process, believe in a vision, Mm. and the rest is story, right? Thank you so much. It's been I wonderful, can't. and thank you so much for coming all the way well through. Okay. And Camela as well. And thank you to everyone that has been listening to us today. I hope you enjoyed our first episode being everyone in person. I love that. I want to do more. By the way, <laughs> oh, uh-oh. Uh-oh, that's the problem now. All my guests need to be flying in. I'm always <laughs> free. Thank you so much. If you're not yet following us on YouTube, Spotify, Amazon, and Apple Play, please do so. Thank you once again for your audience. Thank you so much for being with us at Influencer Marketing Cover Podcast. Hope you have enjoyed and I see you on our next episode. Thank you again, Thank Holly. You. Thank, Thank you, Canella. Bless you all. Thank you so much.